the year is 2030. The Bulldogs have won their third premiership. Finally, on report has entered the top 10 most listened to NRL-related podcasts. Welcome back to another episode of On Report. It is round Indigenous. Josh, let's get into it. And it's on! So they come in from all parts of the ground now. Oh, there's a big punch up in centre of ground. Now they've come from the bench as well. Here come the reinforcements. And punches are still being thrown. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, Zach. Welcome to another episode of On Report. How are we all going? I'm fantastic. Zach, how are you going? Josh, spectacular is how I describe myself at the moment. I'm loving it. Feeling really, really good. Um, things are coming together nicely. Uh, it's great to have you in Sydney. There's a different vibe around the place. Sydney does feel different with Simone about. Uh, hate to say, I hate to see, hate to say that you had a two-hour journey home. Uh, back to Camden today from work. That really does stink. Um, so hopefully I can perk you up, get you excited, and uh, let's win the tipping comp, Josh, because we're looking perky up the top there, aren't we, buddy? Yeah, we are. It was very, very close to a on-report lock at the top with Zach, oh. um, aka Joker Lad, and myself in second. But there's a few in between. There's a, there's a absolute uh, traffic jam between about second and eighth, which is just is absolutely what you want to see. And that's why I'm actually now and forever will be a big advocate for everyone has the same joker. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So just it keeps it all interesting, even though it is still all an even playing field. Anyway, it is exciting. Um, it is a big week of footy back. Um, any footy news this week? Uh, nothing huge, really. Like There was a little bit of murmurs. Yeah, let me change. The, the murmurs of Matt Lodge, I guess, like seen in like, Rugby union, like New Zealand rugby union gear, like that photo. Just like, don't reckon all those photos are never clear. Like it has to be like hazy, socks pulled down. Not really sure. Like it could have been like a photo from years ago, or it could have honestly been just like a novelty day. But that's pretty interesting. You and yep. Aiken signing for the Dolphins for two year contract. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's probably one of the best, like their better recruits. Uh, yeah, what do you um, think? Potential swap deal between between Jaden Sullivan and. Um, Kyle Flanagan has been tossed up. That's an oh, interesting wow. one. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know how I feel about that. We need a halfback. So it might just be to pay way for Shane to come in without any conflicts of interest. But yeah, that's about it. It's been a pretty tame. It's actually been a pretty tame year altogether in terms of controversies. Uh, probably just uh, one is- player that I've thought about. <laughs> Brandon Smith, yeah. like the hectic cheese, a really, really pumped up. I don't know whether it was following the scandal, whether like the media felt like they had to like kind of like chill out and not talk about him so much. And maybe the NRL was like, hey, don't G up about him so much. But I literally haven't heard the bloke's name. Haven't seen a highlight mm. of him until yeah. Dr. Hindsight is in my DM saying, hey, can I <laughs> trade you Ruben Garrick for Fitzgibbon, Milford and Brandon Smith put together in a three-package deal? Like that's the only time I've heard of him. And I guess he'll perk up a bit now. Wow, that's the third time I said perk in an episode. And it's like, we haven't even got onto it on reports yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, where is Brandon Smith at the moment? Where is, um, I actually don't I think, think he's taking keys anymore. Just, um, I think it's not a big deal. And now he's just waiting for next year. Waiting to win that premiership in the Rooster jersey, as he's previously said. Wow. On reports to Zach Varga for thinking that's not a big deal to say whilst you're under contract for another team. Anyway, 
anyway, anyway, shall we um shall we get into why we're here? Yep, let's get serious, Josh. And we're gonna actually flip it this week. We're gonna start with you. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. All right, let me let me get into this. Firstly, Amazon Prime. You have a service which is subscription based. Fair enough. That's what everyone is doing this day. You pay a monthly fee. But then on top of that, they have the audacity to force you to buy or rent specific movies on there. That's not on. You can't be doing both. You can't have a subscription service and then have to rent movies on top of that. On report to that. Um, as you all know, the Australian Swimming Championships were last week. Um, some cool performances. But... For those that don't know, on pool deck, there are a number of physios per state, um, and then you can get treated um, whenever and for free, which is kind of cool. But there was this one boy from New South Wales who, um, he's great, he's an Olympian, and he made the team this week, but jumped on the table with his AirPods on and on his phone. No communication really with the physio, head down in the hole and just on his on listening to music, which for me was a massive on report. Oh, like, yeah. That's they're the, there for, they're for us. That. Um, and you're just there with your airpods in, um, and even at one point took a phone call from someone else. So on report to that, um, thirdly, I think I'm up to three, someone at the airport dropped his laptop while he's on the phone and started walking away. And I've gone to the effort of getting, picking up the laptop, chasing him. And he's just kind of shushed me when I've given it to him. No thanks or anything. Um, so on report to that guy. And lastly, this morning, um, as tribute to Zach, I, I bought overnight oats at a, at a cafe. Hey, two parts to this $15 for that on report. And thirdly, they've gotten tricky with it and dribbled honey over like the rim of the glass as a bit of an effect. But as you can imagine, half of that honey is now dribbling on the outside of the glass. So every time I picked up the glass, I just got sticky fingers, not the band, but literally sticky fingers. Um, and like, it was just a nightmare. So on report to that place for pricing and silliness yourself. Yeah. Like I actually haven't thought about pricing as an on report, but in general, it's just, it's a stinger, like standard sandwich prices. I, I don't think I can fathom seeing 14 or $15 sandwiches, but I was at a cafe this morning, um, picking up a little morning tea, coffee, and I'm looking at the sandwich. Okay, interesting looking sandwich. It's a mm. bit of prosciutto, rocket. I think, okay, well, maybe. But it's industrial area with mostly just your, your, your slap bang, give me a give me a Sanger sandwich type blokes. And we're looking at $17 sandwiches. I'm like, are you? Like, That's you have fierce. to have me on. Um, yep. And they burnt the coffee. So I won't say their name because I'm actually, I kind of like the place. But uh, on report to uh, you, you know who you are. Uh, and don't look at us. Don't look at me and my staff members weirdly when we arrive because, like, we are cool um, <laughs> for that as well. Okay, I'm going to start off this segment with a new segment, which I really like, which is anti on report. Because as you guys know, happy-go-lucky guy, I'm excited for life. So an anti on report. At the school I'm currently working at, I saw just a beautiful NRL moment. It's freezing cold. Tuesday morning. Mm, 8.05 the bell hasn't rung there's nothing being played out on the lawns one girl mask on eh, she would have been from Southeast Asia she was walking through the corridors 
like she could not see another thing in the world. And she's walking this whole way from A block to D block, which is, if you know the blocks, that's quite far. And I'm following over her shoulder and she is watching extended highlights of the Raiders Bunnies game. And for me, as a member of the On Report family, well, really a host, that was just beautiful. Uh, and it loved, I love to see that. Doubling onto that, an anti-On Report today, there was some construction workers outside. It ticked over three o'clock. They're done. And what do I hear? It's old school Billy Slater origin highlights coming out of the truck and they're just jeeing up about it. It's so good. Like, it's such a great sport. The commentary is iconic. And it, it was just, but two walks, two completely different walks of life sharing in such a fundamentally beautiful sport. Now to flip it, on reports. Okay. Ariane Titmus's coach, extended on report, mate. Just relax it. Like, it's enough hype last year. Move on. Uh, don't make it about you. Um, mind you, people who just say he's just a swimming coach, hey, take that back. It'd take mm. a lot of work to get it there, but please, man, don't mm. ruin it. If you're European and your name's Pep Guardiola, celebrate how you want. But if you're Australian and your name is Dean Boxel, shut up and uh, just uh, shut up. Uh, and then my last one, I was in, uh, I was having a little small talk, just a little, hey, hey, Bean, hey, yeah, good, yeah. And this person is clearly a closer friend to the person than I am, has to tell them something semi, I'm doing air quotation, really something quite important. Now, if that was me on the flip side, I'd be going, hey, this is a weird, this is a weird social interaction. I'll let them talk and I won't interrupt. Because I know they, that person knew whatever they said was highly controversial, something about something on the phone. They knew it ruined the conversation between me and them. Yeah. So this happens. Yeah. And I just go, oh, okay. And then that person gets pulled away. They walk like four or five meters away from me. And I'm like, okay, go fill up my water bowl and I leave the room. Like for me, <laughs> on report, like read the social setting, just allow it. Like if you're best friends, like Josh, if you ever talking to a girl, I wouldn't come over and go, oh, look at this. Like, um, on report is top thousand most rated <laughs> the Joe Rogan episode. Like I would not do that because I know it's going to ruin the conversation for you two. And I can, my time can wait unless it's a burning bridge or it's live odds for Ruben Garrick double try score. Oh, we're not going to do that. So uh, yeah, on report to you person. Beautiful. Well done, Zach. Perhaps your best ever. And I'll confidently say that. It's because I felt like I was free this week. There was no murmurs from you because I kind of had my anti on report early. And oh, thanks, yeah, no, Josh. I've been waiting to hear that one. And it's funny, I'll quickly add to that the anti on report of footy fans at the gym with Mark and Luke Bestorus. Absolute privilege, by the way, to be trained under um, such, a, such a person as Luke Bestorus. But like a group of maybe like five or six, like 14 to 16 year old girls. And they're like, favorite NRL player, go. And then like they just started like listing people and like first one was Jordan Ricky, and then the second one they they one said turbo and the other one was like ew you know she said vomit, um she's like turbo vomit turbo vomit which I found quite funny, <laughs> um anyway let's get into the tips into the tips we do go first game Melbourne Storm a dollar twenty seven versus Manly Seagulls three dollars eighty Thursday night at Amy Park in Melbourne Manly's thirty seven point five win record fifteen out of forty. Against Melbourne is the second worst. Uh, Justin Olam has scored nine tries in six games against Manly. That is pretty darn good. Ins and outs. Yeah, I like I like Jo for this one. Uh, late withdrawal. I like to go to the late mail now because we do this podcast typically on the Wednesday. Harry Grant has been ruled out, so Brandon Smith will start at hooker. Alec McDonald drops out of the seventeen. That's good. I trade him for Supercoach. 
Uh, and Jerome Hughes is back, but Nelson remains on the sidelines. For the Sea Eagles, pretty huge. Mr. Tommy Turbo, or as they like to call him, Vomit, he will be out for the rest of the year. Very unfortunate, but Ruben Garrett will move to fullback. And George Tavua, the veteran, he'll be on the wing for his one millionth NRL game. Uh, Ethan Bullimore drops out on Wednesday. And I believe Jason Saab, he's inching closer. I forgot he's out, but he's inching closer. Um, mm-hmm. And he know Kieran Foran will score because he's playing his 250th game this week. Wonderful. Won't spend too much time on that. Um, but it, I guess it does need to be mentioned that the Storm did get whacked by the Cowboys last week, which I didn't think they were going to get whacked, but it was um, it was a good game by the Cowboys. And I think, like we said last week, it was the week to beat the Storm with the team that they rolled out in. Right? Yeah, rolled out with um, just was the most un- Melbourne Storm-like team ever. So wouldn't read too much into it in this, in this game. No turbo in Melbourne. It's a quick tip for me. Yeah. I do forget though that like that's two weeks in a row now for Melbourne copping 30 plus and scoring less than less, less than 15, less than 14. Mm. Um, which would like if you I found a stat on that, it'd be quite unbelievable because I'm imagining their only loss in the past like three years have been either close and never two in a row. But yeah, I can't yep. see this one getting away from them in Melbourne. Justin Olam scores in the first half. I think Manly will be courageous, yet with Hughes in Smith, Brandon Smith, like. Mind you, we, I talked poorly of him at the start of the season, uh, start of the episode, and then Munster. I think they have enough there. So, yeah, yeah. let's get on the storm for that one for sure, Josh. I, I do have an insight for you, um, which I skipped, but it's from what you said, it, it, it'll be interesting for everyone. Storm have been held scoreless in the second half of the past two games. They have never been held scoreless in three straight second halves in the club history. So that was kind of what you were saying there. Um, second game, we have the Penrith Panthers, $1.23 at Blue Bet against the North Queensland Cowboys, $4.20. Ins and outs? Uh, it's pretty crazy. Guess how, guess how many ins and outs for Penrith? Zero. Yeah. It's, I tell you, performance-enhancing drugs, man. Performance-enhancing yeah. drugs. It will come out at the end of the year. Absolute saga. Uh, for the Cowboys, pretty huge and unfortunate. Kyle Felt is out. Jason Tamalolo will also be out, which mm. means... Cohen Hess moves to lock. Janine Tamil brown uh, joins the bench. Jake Granville also comes on the bench, who might spell Mr. Reese Robson. So not a huge amount of changes there. Uh, big couple of weeks for the Cowboys, but I can't see them being good enough for this one. What do you think, Josh? Yeah, massive couple of weeks and a massive year for them so far, which has been awesome to see. I think coming up against Penrith, how do, you, how do you see it? Would you rather have a full-strength team and give them a run for your money and lose or have your arguably two best players missing and just knowing, I guess, you're going to lose and it's kind of okay because that's your excuse and you can you can wait another day to attack them? For me, and it's quite obvious I say for me because I'm saying it, but after being in the storm, you almost go tick. This little hot spell, this little tough spell is almost like we've got a tick of approval from the NRL now. We've beaten a team that's pretty mm. good or very good. I guess pretty good because they're squad on the day. I don't think they're going to want to come into this game and get smacked 40 nil because that's just going to be like, wow, we are so we're still far from the top. Yeah, I don't. I, I just can't see them getting to- totally up for it um, no. following their previous week. So it's a very hard one. I guess you don't want to put your best stuff out there and get beaten. Yeah, that's kind of the confidence. That. So I think it protects that protects the reality a little bit. Um, although considering where they were last year, being 15th and 16th. Like being where they are right now is 
pretty much a win for the season. So yeah, it's uh, mm-hmm. they're playing with the house money at the moment. I think the Cowboys. Panthers are on a 45-game winning streak when ahead at halftime, the longest streak in the competition. So halftime, full-time double, if you believe in that. Oh, yeah. um, third game, we have the Brisbane Broncos versus the Gold Coast Titans at Suncorp Stadium. Friday night, of course, wouldn't be any other time. $1.42 for the Broncos and $2.90 for the Titans, which I think, in my mind, I'm thinking like maybe like $1.15 and $3.50. Titans, sorry to keep going, but like low key stinky. There's always a team that really goes poorly, but there's so much heat on the other teams that you don't even think about it. And for me, that is definitely the Titans and slash Knights. They really can't share the love, can they? Because like, think about the Tigers. No one says a word about the Tigers anymore. Yeah. But they were like under, like, skin smashed for three weeks on NRL 360. Then it was the dogs with the Gould saga. But anyway, like, imagine everyone sitting here, like, where's the ins and outs? Um, Ezra Mann, fantastic game last week. He'll be at halfback with Adam Reynolds still on the sidelines. Uh, and with a bye next week, hopefully that's round 14 for Reynolds coming back into the side. But they've done a great job last week without him. And for the Titans, all eyes are on D. Fee. He is racing the clock to return from injury. He'll be good to go if he's good to go. And he'll replace Isaac Liu. Brian Kelly replaces Philip Sammy. And he's going to go up against Mr. Stagg. So that'll be an exciting one. Both some both fantastic centers in the NRL. Titans will play Brisbane for a 32nd time. They're most against any opponent with their 21 losses and 776 points conceded. Also, they're most against any opponent. So the little brother has no luck against the older brother just yet. I feel like as of recently, they were the better of the of the two clubs, but we just know that purely through how poor the Broncos have been. I think they could wipe the floor with them here. Maybe a little bit of a G up from the Titans because it is little brother versus big brother. But like I said, Titans are going terribly. Have they only won the two games maybe? I think they have. Three like, three it's, games. It's quite funny yeah. that if you rewind six months ago, it was like Titans are going to be the next team. Like They're going to represent yeah. Queensland. They're going to be the team yeah. to make the finals for Queensland. And the other two have two or three years of rebuild. And within yeah. four months, I guess or five months, it's completely flipped. And it's like, Titans really have nothing. Like, it looks so dead up there. Like, I, I can't yeah. see anywhere where it's like, oh, that's a bit hopeful. Or that's a bit exciting. I guess Jaden Campbell. But even when I watch him, it just seems like this is just not really the NRL. It's kind of just like random, like, Corumbum Car- Beach versus Terrigal High or something. Like, it's just a bit, it doesn't seem quite right. Yeah, I agree. It's nothing to get excited over. And the Broncos are very quietly coming fifth ahead of the Eels and the Roosters and the Rabbitohs. Yeah. I imagine I told you 12 months ago that Cowboys would be third, Sharks would be fourth, Broncos would be fifth. You wouldn't believe me. You wouldn't believe me in a million years. Oh, Josh, but I wouldn't believe you. I promise. That is what it is currently, and we are tipping the Broncos. Yes, we are. Fourth game, the Warriors, $1.77 versus Newcastle Knights, $2.05 at Morton Daly Stadium. Saturday, 3 p.m., Key insights for this one. The season, this season, the Warriors have conceded the most first half points and will face the Knights who are conceding the most second half points. Interesting. Uh, yep, that's all that is there, ins and outs. It's going to be 30 to 30. This is actually a very hard game to tip. It's going to be an absolute yeah. splitter down the uh, splitter down the middle. For the Warriors, Chanel Harris to is retiring. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Um, 
But he'll actually play this weekend, which again, I found that very interesting. So he'll start at 5'8". Adam Fanua Blake is out, so that causes a big reshuffle. Jastavanga has been named at prop. Of course, we know Matt Lodge is gone. Uh, ben Murdoch Masilla will start up front as well. And Freddie Lussick will be hooker. Bunty Ofoa possibly promoted to the starting squad. And then Dynamis Louis is named amongst the reserves. He's moving all over the place. For the Knights, pretty big in, I think so. Jake Clifford will partner Milford in the halves. Um, and then Bradman he go last out. Week? His elbow looked like an absolute schmozzle last week. So best of luck, Bradman. You're a bit of a killer for my draft team. But uh, go on, Inari Tuala, who will replace him. There's not too many sites that when I see make me think, F and hell, I'm so glad I don't play NRL. And that was when I saw Brad. Oh, disgusting. He's, he's um, like, that was disgusting. Yes. Like, it, it seemed brilliant. like my, I thought my TV glitched. Like, that's yeah. how wrong direction it was. It was peculiar. Uh, and like to hear him just like, you'd see him screaming, like, dislocations, man, not fun. Um, How did Anthony Milford play last week? Did you, or you obviously watched it? Oh, uh, he was, it was not bad. It was not bad. He, he clearly he could probably play about good sixty minutes, uh, but he was yeah, definitely yeah. he had he had skills, man. He had skills. It's the milf, man. Yeah. You know the milf. Also, um, Ben Murdoch Masilla. I haven't heard about you since probably the, the twenty twenty or twenty twenty one, like preseason, like super, super coach. Job, is he going to be good? Yeah, like yeah. he's coming in at three hundred k. Like he's going to be in your team. Yeah. Awkward price. Sj um, as well. Yeah. Interesting. First first good game back. Like about, mm. like from all reports, one of the worst. 94s in Supercoach history. Ran really? it five times, but just scored a try. Actually had a good, really good try, but got two tries if off like monkey business. Um, and it's his first score over 35, but I've traded him in. So, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mate, I've had him for draft all year. It was an astute <laughs> signing by many, um, believed uh, in, during the draft, but it has turned out to be one of the worst. So yeah, anyway, back to the tips. Poor, I think I'm not. I just... I can't, I can't go anywhere near the the thingamabobs. And the Knights were robbed last week, and I believe if you talk to people, so I think I think I'm Knights. What about you? Um, yeah, I think the nineties. I can't, I can't get around the Warriors, and I'll be frustrated with myself. The Knights were okay last week. We're okay. They got Kalen Ponger, so there's a there's a few points in them, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. I'll be on the Knights. Next game, we have the South Sydney Rabbitohs versus the West Tigers. Uh, Saturday, May 28th, $2.75 for the Tigers, $1.45 for the Rabbitohs. 27 of 39 games have been decided by double-digit margins. Almost half of the Tigers' tries this season have come through the left-hand side. Interesting. Kemba Marlowe has scored eight tries in nine games this season. Awesome for you, Kenny. Ins and outs. Lots, lots, lots going on. Uh, possible head knocks for Milne, Totola, Cam Murray, maybe coming back in. I don't think so. Mark Nichols is the only confirmed return for the Tigers. Dane Laurie is racing the clock um, with Luke Brooks. Jackson Hastings was spotted in a moon boot, so I doubt he'll play. And Jock Madden would be the man to replace him. David Nofaluma has been listed amongst the reserves. So there is a lot of late mail, late, late mail pending for that game there. This game's always a bit closer than you think. Um, they've had some classics in the past. Well, more so some shockers, but some classics. Um, where do you see this one rolling, Josh? Yeah, I I was thinking the same, that it is usually a pretty good G up between the two. And 
I kind of think Tigers. I think without Cam Murray, the Rabbitohs really struggle. They didn't show anything against the Raiders as per the scoreline. I didn't watch the game. And I think the Tigers do like to G up against the Bunnies. I don't know if I'll tip the Tigers. Like I'm just not in that situation um, and I don't have that privilege. But I, again, it'll be one of the classic. I told you so is if they do. Because, um, yeah, I just feel like they'll G up against them. Yeah, like I, I most most parts of me right now is thinking get on the Tigers. Because if I'm wrong, of course, the cliche of yeah. tip wrong, team I won't go for wins. That's what I was planning to do with the Raiders last week, but I couldn't pull through. I was too ordering. I was too busy ordering Brazilian. Now, that's a shout out to a Brazilian in Alexandria, by the way. A bit oily, but my goodness, uh, it was a fantastic meal. So if you want to know what that is, hit us up. Um, Dane Laurie, yeah. that first game back? Say again? Dane Laurie, first game back, I believe. Possibly, yeah, possibly. He's racing the clock, Josh. Racing the clock. Fitness. Yeah, fitness, okay. fitness. Um, yeah, as you know, I think um, that could be huge. You know who's quietly been very good? Joe Offhangawi. Yeah. Trade him and Supercoach um, a while back, and he's been he's pumping out nice scores. Tops, tops. That's actually really good, Josh. Like, impressive. Because I've, I've started to look at him. Um, yeah, it's a really interesting game. This is a more of a coin toss than you, more of a coin toss than you would have thought probably weeks ago, but the bunnies look shaky at the moment. Like really, really poor. Mm. So. Mm. I'm not convinced. Um, next game, we have the Cronulla Sharks, $1.80 versus Sydney Roosters at Shark Park. Roosters have kept the Sharks 18 points or less in the past six games. Cronulla has won five matches at Shark Park this season, winning, winning the past four by 12 points or more. Tricky, tricky round. Uh, not just around, but this game in particular, ins and outs. For the Sharks, just a big one. Will Kennedy back in. Lockie Miller was superb on debut. Lit up my Sunday afternoon, so that was great. Talakai looks to be playing despite having an injury, uh, injury to his ankle last week against the Gold Coast. For the Roosters, no changes expected. Satili Tupanua returns, uh, which he'll possibly start on the bench, but he might get a shift into the starting 13 with Nate Butcher moving to third. Uh, starting 13 with Nate Butcher moving to 13. We'll see how that unfolds. This is this is seriously tricky, Zach. I, I immediately went to the Sharks, believe it or not. And... But I don't know if I can I can stay that way. I, I, oh, but they're at home. It's a really really tricky one. I haven't watched much of the two teams lately, or footy altogether for that matter. My opinion of the Sharks is that started red hot, lost to the Storm, lost to the Broncos, and they kind of just been a little quiet for the like. A bit of the shine has come off from the beginning of the season, and the Roosters, as we know, have been pretty up and down and pretty underwhelming. So I think they can meet each other at pretty similar points in the season in terms of their form. What do you think? What do you think? Who do you think is going to win? See, following the Roosters beating the Eels, in you know, controversial or not, they, they, they did put a lot of points on to start to get a big lead and then getting taken back down to earth and realizing how big the gap is between the top, top teams and the kind of middling bunch after losing to the Panthers at, SCG, at the SCG last week. Um, also, yeah. shout out to Billy Kickout for getting around my friends. That was pretty exciting for them. Um, and also on report to you-know-who, all right? You-know-who on report, you'll know. People are listening, you'll know. My goodness. That's crazy behavior. Um, so I, I really don't know where to put this one. I do really, really prefer the Sharks. I kind of have a really angry spot with the Roosters, and I don't really like Roosters fans in general. 
So yeah. I, I love when they lose. Um, and I actually really do like Shark, especially because i got Nico Hines. Big fan of him. I've got a theory that every time Nico Hines plays, it kind of rains. Because honestly, <laughs> after he does a cool thing, his hair is just like in the wind yeah. and it's like a zoomed up and he's like looking out, like organizing his <laughs> team and stuff. And it's just, it's otherworldly. So uh, go the Sharkies and hope it rains. I think Shark Park Factor gets me on the line for the Sharkies. So we'll go Oh, there. yeah. Go Canelo. Awesome. Here we go. Game of the round. We have the Canary Bankstown Bulldogs at $2.50 against St. George Illawarra Dragon. $1.53 at Belmore Sports Ground. One of the perhaps the eighth wonder of the world. I don't know how many wonders of the world there I are. Now, it's gonna be but, the, yeah. I think it's the ninth because I think Leichardt is the eighth. But uh, <laughs> just be careful there, Josh. Uh, for the Bulldogs, Josh Adokar returns. Corey Riddell was out. Stimson's in. Max King. Max King will start on the edge. Tavita Pango Jr. The one to look out for is Jacob Karaz. Fantastic little Greek kid. Uh, for the Dragons, Cody Ramsey. Does a good job at fullback last week. So he's kept those duties. Uh, and Mr. McCulloch is early. To, he's going to return early, pushing Jaden Sullivan to the reserves. Um, yeah. Like game of the round alert. What do you think, Josh? Is it just dragons purely because dogs suck? Well, Bulldogs own a 62% win record against the Dragons. They're yeah, best it. against any current team. Wow. So, and at Belmore Factor, bit of the bad news has died down about the doggies. Is it, I does it, is it, is it the week they get their third win? Hmm. Josh. Is it, hmm. I think it is. Yeah. I think it's a deal. I think it is. I think I'll be tipping the dogs. I've tipped the dogs five times this year. I'm tipping the dogs. Yeah. I, what happened with the Dragons last week? Who did they play? Uh, they had a pretty nice win against the Warriors. Not really. 24 to 18. And they scored. Like Lomax had a bit of a good one, but they didn't really do mm. a lot. It's a bit of a nothing game. Before that, they, the lost to the, they lost to the Titans the week before that. And they did they lose. They were shocking in that one. Um, and then they beat the Tigers in a bit of a dead rubber type game. Yeah, let's go to the Dogs. Need to have a bit of good news. Belmore, the spiritual home of the team. A uh, few Reynolds chants, maybe, but uh, yeah, stupidly, I'll be on the dogs. Uh, stupidly, I'll join you and I'll be on the dogs as well. <laughs> Let's lose this tipping comp, tipping the dogs all year. Come on. All right. Next one we go. The final game of the round Canberra Raiders versus the Parramatta Eels. At GIO 405 on a Sunday, $2.60 for the Raiders and $1.50 for the Eels. The Raiders have a dominant record against the Eels in the nation's capital with Eels with the Eels picking up two wins since 2001. Wow. wow. The Raiders have scored the opening try in four straight games, three of these coming down the left-hand side. And, and yeah, that's that. Uh, green machine, man. Green machine. Awesome to see. And even better... And unfortunately, but even better, Jared Croker dislocated his shoulder at training on Tuesday, as you do. So he's out. Um, and he's actually played 292 games. So I don't know if he'll ever actually play 300. Huge ins. Huge ins. Jamal Fogarty. First time seeing him. Mm. Pretty sure he's Italian as well. So that'll be awesome <clears> for him. <throat> Xavier Savage is in for Charles Nicolstad. Hopefully he can secure that spot. I like when the youngsters do well, Josh. I really do. Uh, and Ryan Sutton joins the bench in the place of Harry Rushton. 
Cordy Harian Mayra uh, has been named amongst the reserves. Keen for him to have a decent game. For the Eels, Marcus Sevo is also almost returning. I reckon Marcus Sevo will come back and will be shockingly horrible. I think he's actually not an NRL player. Uh, no offense. Um, Nick Corey holds a spot on the edge with IPAP moving to lock. They must really like Marata. Uh, very yeah. interesting one there. How do you see this one going, Josh? Do we give a 20-second prediction on your end and go with that for the tip? Upon reading this, this start list, the, tie, the team list, I, I'm, I'm Raiders. I'm blown away by the fact that they've only won a couple games since 2001 down there. Savage, although I don't actually like when youngsters do well for some reason, uh, but I have a feeling he will if he gets to start the whole game. Jamal Fogarty, I imagine he'll be behind the eight ball, but I think he'll still make enough of a difference. I do think the rose-colored glasses are coming back on, and I'm all about the Raiders. Will I tip them? I know I'm being lame. I don't think I actually will tip them, but I will be supporting them the whole way. It's just not worth it, I think. But I think... Playing the dogs has got them in a little bit of form. Bit the bunnies last week. Who knows what Parramatta will turn up? It's getting a little bit now. Like maybe yes, Parramatta can beat the big teams, but like, are they going to be out of the bottom four? And it's going to be quite hard for them to get into the grand final from there. Who knows? We'll um, discuss that at a later date. But for this game, tipping the Parramatta Eels, but we'll be supporting the Raiders. Sorry to be on the fence. I'll be tipping the Raiders, and I'll be going the Raiders. Parramatta shouldn't have won last week. Absolute robbery. So there'll be karma from the NRL tipping gods. Go the green machine. Shall we summarize? Yes, we shall. Brought to you by Mark Bastoulis. First game, Storm over Manly. Panthers over North Queensland. Brisbane over the Titans. Warriors over Knights. Sorry. Are we? 50-50, yeah. I think I'm going to go Knights over Warriors. Um South over Tigers, but it's just like I told you so one. What do you reckon? I can't remember. I'll be getting on the bunnies for that one, but I will yeah. not be doing it confidently. Yeah, we're going to go Shark Park Factor for the Sharkies over the Roosters. We're going to go Belmore Factor for the Doggies over the Dragons, and we split here Parramatta and the Raiders. What's that stat? What is that stat? Only... Was that just two wins in 15 games down there? That's that usually is enough to sway me. So perhaps it is a Raiders tip for the last one of the round. Um, beautiful, Zach. Well, thank you for a good episode and thank you for some some bloody wonderful on reports from you, Zach. That, um, that was significantly better than usual. Whoa, okay. Uh, I just need to quickly do an update. Considering it's kind of Mark Pistols' time of the episode, he did put in a request this week. He wanted to know what happened on the final day of the EPL. So either turn off now and regret it or listen for the next 45 seconds. I'll give you a chance. Okay. It came into the final day. All teams play at 1 a.m. Australian time. So I'm thinking, hell yeah, let's do it. Monday morning. So many things to be settled. Top goal scorer, top assister. Uh, of course, like other stuff, like or manager of the year, blah, blah, blah. But that stuff's less important. But top goal scorers between Mo Salah and Hillman's son. Winner of it, Hillman's son. Relegation battle had to be sorted. Burnley lost to Newcastle. And then we've got Leeds, one all. They need to win the game. Penalty 
90 plus four, Rafinha steps up, keeps lead, keeps leads promoted. Burnley, Sean Dyche is gone and they've been relegated after six years in the Premier League. Really sad for Burnley, but really exciting on the flip side. And hearing an American coaching an English team and going, we're staying up. Oh my goodness, that was a bit of fun. What a bit of a loser as well. You can see his teammates looking at him like, his, his players looking at him like, who is this coach? Then we've got the battle for fourth. Mind you, Josh, your team, they made the Europa. Man United came six. They've got Cristiano Ronaldo and they came six. So that's awesome for them. Arsenal lose. Uh, sorry, Arsenal win, Tottenham win, Tottenham come fourth. So they go into Champions League, which is huge for Conte. He's got 140 million to spend next year, which is awesome. Finally, for the big event, almost the, uh, the Troy Deeney level of Aguero. 89-90 is the final points tally coming into the final week. If, the, if Liverpool win and City either draw or lose, it's over. Liverpool win the league. They could get the, they could get this quadruple. It's, it, it could be otherworldly. However, and it's City are playing against Aston Villa at City, but Aston Villa's coach is Steven Gerrard, who, as we know, he slipped and then Bavar scored when Liverpool lost the league. They also have Coutinho, who is in that team. Fast forward. It's one all Wolves, Liverpool. Oh my God, Liverpool aren't even going to win. Who cares if City lose? doesn't even matter. Bang, Liverpool score, Liverpool score. They win 3-1. And the players are scoring and literally saying, running to the crowd and saying, what's the score in the other game? What's the score in the other game? Like, it's crazy. City are down. They've conceded. They're dominating. I watched the game. Dominating. They're playing beautiful football. Tick, tack, pass, 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 move, pass, move. Draw the opponent in, play opposite space. It's fantastic. However, Matty Cash scores on the counter, 1-0 down. You're thinking, oh my God, here we go again. No way. Philippe Coutinho, 69th minute, scores 2-0 down. By the way, you can stop listening right now. 2-0 down. You are seriously kidding me. They were 2-0 down with 20 minutes left in the whole Premier League. They'll be training all year for this. They've got Pep Guardiola. And then bang, super subs. Get off Bernardo Silva. Bring on Riyad, uh, get off Riyad Myers. Bring on Gooden One. Bring on Jack Grealish. On report, by the way, Jack Grealish, mate. You didn't do much this season. Don't act like you're really part of it now by drinking and smoking. You're a loser. No offense. Uh Bang, Gundogan scores. Gundogan scores again. And Riyad Mahrez scores the winner. They win 3-2. They score three goals in six minutes. It's absolute awesomeness. And so and so City won the league. So there you are, Mark. Hope you enjoyed that, buddy. Josh looked at me the whole time like, oh my God, seriously, are we going to post this? <laughs> but anyway. That was yeah. seriously impressive. Good job. Thanks, buddy. Good job. All right, and I'm thinking there's no better way to um, wrap it up than that. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, please leave a like, follow, subscribe, and a review. Um, for those that don't know, and thanks, James, for sending this in, um, Clarkley, Clark Clarkley, NRL Rugby League column run by Clarkey has um, released top NRL podcasts and on report. Um, didn't make it. Didn't make it. Like, because I don't think like maybe like we don't come on NRL. It's just like comedy, like life stuff. So, crypto anyway, really? Um, what's what's yeah. like crypto APL? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Anyway, like like kind of disappointed, but it is what it is, right? Like, f that Clarky guy. But if you do want to just leave like a little review, whatever, like pump it out, put in your story. Like back to like Zach giving you five dollars, you put in your story type type of situation. So, yeah, uh, and I'll also be saying. Cause like it'd actually be nice, almost like a like a little token for the end of an era. Simat, congratulations on being here, swimming captain. Uh, F you to Vincent Die, and let's go 
Simat. Congratulations, mate. I'll see you in the pool. Thank you, brother. And thanks, everyone. We'll talk next week. Let's go. Cool.